yeah. It sounds. What do you think that that is? Why? Why do you think? That's a really good thing. You're a you're you're a complete artist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you sound the same, voice. yeah, if you sound the same, even you look different when you're in person. Really. That makes you a really great artist. <laughs> is it bad good? Like, is that good or? It's bad? good. Yeah. Good, dude. I texted um Sam. I was like, Professor Gable. Oh, no, um, Oster. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm having someone famous on my podcast today. I'm really nervous. You talking about me? No way. He's like, oh my god, I'm shaking. <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a good compliment. That, yeah. No, you you, I you I've been looking forward to being on a podcast with you. Yeah. Um, hello everyone. Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. This is your host AP. Thank you for watching, liking, commenting, and subscribing. If you haven't done any of those, please go ahead and do that. By you liking, commenting, and subscribing, you're helping this platform. But mostly, you're helping the artist that sits down with me uh, to continue build platforms for them. And you're giving them a platform to be heard. Uh, today, we have a very special guest with us. I've been looking forward to meet him um, for many, many, many reasons. Um, please welcome the one, the only, the very famous Grano. Yes, ma'am. How Thank are you? you? Uh, I feel grand. Um, I told you I just got to, I didn't get into an accident, but the tire blew out on the freeway. Well, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. What what happened? We're. I mean, we were just driving. It was my brother's car. Mm -hmm. uh, he was going to go to the airport, so we were dropping him off. And uh, I don't know, man, like the whole back end just felt like the whole Back into the whip, just like swerved, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm a professional driver, by the way, like Class B, like professional. I drive. Oh yeah, because uh, your job as I'm well, a bus right? Driver. Yeah, I mm. drive for sales trains, and uh, so I mean, luckily, you know what I mean. I knew what to do in the situation, but that shit, man, was was pretty wild. I kept cool. You feel me? We swear. I wasn't wearing my seatbelt, bro. I could have been Kanye Jr. Like, yeah, bro, but yeah. we yeah we swerved, you feel me? And then uh, my brother, when he gets uh, scared, he get, he gets, like, mad, you mm -hmm. feel me? And it was his whip, so he thought I was fucking around, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Yeah, out of all my siblings, I'm the young one. I'm, like, the I'm like the black sheep, like, the only artist. So. There's always, like, the last the last kid is always, like, the black sheep. Right. Right? Like <laughs> I think because you, well, from my perspective, like, you kind of learn from everybody else's, like, mistakes mm. and shit like that. And, like, I think your parents also kind of... Like let yeah. go because you, especially in Latino mm -hmm. culture, like where you know your sisters take care of you. By the time they're twelve, you feel me? <laughs> yes. so like my sisters down there raising you too. Same same yeah. thing as me. My two sisters raised me. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you the youngest? I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. I'm the. I used to be the, the baby. baby until my mom brought someone really special to that family. Now he's the the youngest. Oh, okay. You yeah, brother. Yeah, he's a little my little brother. Wait. I. He got home. He, my, I, I like saying adopted, not because I want the world to think that he's not part of the family. He's part of the family. I love him like a brother. But the reason why I say adopted is because I want people to adopt more. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like I just, like I love my brother. Unfortunately, he's the youngest now. I used to be the baby of the right. family. <laughs> like that spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> Took it away. Yeah. So he really is adopted. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. My mom adopted him when he was, I believe, five, six. What was her like reasoning behind that? That's interesting. I, I mean, I know um, a couple of people who were adopted. So for my mom, um, it's one because she felt lonely, and the other okay. one because there was this kid who, because you know, growing up in Mexico, it, it, there's like property everywhere. Yeah. 
And so my mom heard about this kid that was asking for food at night and the mom will hit him so he forgets that he's hungry. Oh, shit. So my mom heard that and because my mom can't come to the country because um, I'm a DACA recipient and my mom can't oh, come no. here. Um, so she felt like maybe she needs another son. Right. And so she adopted Miguel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, dude, that changed like his whole life. Yeah. Like, you ever dude. heard of the butterfly effect? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, just one little mm -hmm. action. But that's a big action. So you think about, you know, yeah. where, where Miguel yeah. could have been if to she now. didn't do that. That's wild. I mean, you suffered from it a little bit because now you're not the baby. But. I'm not the baby. <laughs> you think that's true what they say about, because, um, you know, when people find out, they're like, oh, you, you, you know, there's like a stereotype around it. Like, oh, you, you know, you're the baby of the family. But I don't think, I don't think it's true. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's. You, you, I don't know. It's it's just weird. Like even when they said like the black sheep of the family, I I always I was grown to be like quote unquote the black sheep. That's why I keep saying quote unquote. Right. But I'm more into I believe in my dreams and I believe what I'm capable of. Okay. You know when you're on the Latino the Latino family, you are. I'm, I'm not throwing shit at my family. I love my family, but you, the majority of the families, they're like, if you want to do music, you're wasting your time. Right, you. That's not. You need to go and get a nine to five job. That's right. that's the job you have to do. You need to save money. Right. If you want to start a podcast and invest, because I invest a lot of money on this. Oh hell yeah! They're like, what are you doing? You're not getting any money back. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. like me pushing myself and be, and be like, I'll be the, like I told you earlier. I want to be the number one podcast in right. the world. And the Latino families, if they don't see the money coming in, right. they don't see the perspective. Especially you being like a direct immigrant. Because mm -hmm. I mean, like, my, my parents yep. weren't born here. So for them, it's like, you know, they they left that that life so that, you know, we can we can we can do that. Mm -hmm. The American dream, right? Like just yeah. typical, go to school, go to work. And then also, like, I don't know about your mom, but my mom's like just super old school. So like she even <laughs> She'll thinks, get beat you up. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. My mom's really sweet. My mom's like an angel. Yeah. I mean, we got, you know, we got, you know, the chancla sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the cinto was the worst. But, but you were a nice kid then. Yeah, nah. I was, you were a nice yeah, kid. I was a good yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, I think my mom just raised me full of empathy. You feel me? And mm. and so my I have a really big uh heart. I'm really conscious of other people. I think it's partially because, in a way, I'm I'm really like sensitive to stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't I don't show it, but I, I think I have a lot of like feelings. You mm -hmm. feel me? Which is why I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's easier for me to like talk about things. Um, but uh, yeah, she just raised me to be super conscious and and and, and like aware of, of other people mm -hmm. and stuff like that. To the point where I feel like I've almost like ignored myself growing mm -hmm. up. You know, and I think me as I've gotten older, I think I've that mentality is sort of changing um i'm still full of empathy and i'm still really conscious of people but in a way i had to be like nah fuck that and fuck you <laughs> respectfully yeah. you, you know what you, i mean you also portray that like you said when you do music when you write you portray as an artist but it's so hard like um i keep saying that i need to stop saying like <laughs> um so there's um like um uh like couple of years ago you know that saying make uh fake it until you make it right. on, on on instagram i used to do that i used to pretend i have all this expensive stuff that i had but what i mean is like that wasn't me right I, like 
my my friend of mine gave me like Gucci flip flops, and I would just like post it like in in the funniest <laughs> thing. Yeah. In the funniest thing, I don't wear the Gucci flip flops. Oh, really? I wear the Adidas flip flops, which are more comfortable. Mm. The the other ones I just keep it at home. So it's like make it until you break it, and there's like a fine line between that. And for you, I feel like. You are what you show on Instagram, which is so damn hard. Oh, that's so. It's so damn hard. <laughs> and I cool. told you this on private as well, like, because I, I, I've been following you for a minute. Hey. And I told you this on private. Dude, you are really, you are really you. You, you, they, I told genuine. you, like, the, you're genuine, you're you, you. Authentic. The way you post your Instagram stories and, and the passing of your friend really show who, who, who truly you, you are. Right. Like, yeah, it's. And, and like I said before, me, like I used to like pretend I was something that I, I was not. Right. I'm really calm. Like I, I'm, I'm quiet around people. I don't, I don't talk a lot. And for me to show that on Instagram, I was like, nah, people are not going to fuck with that. It's right. just I have to sell myself for something, quote unquote, that I'm not. Right. Until I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to be me. Hell yeah. So you you, you already mastered that. Yeah. Hey, I you. <laughs> you know, I can't, I, I don't have perception of myself, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not from the outside looking in on me. Cause mm -hmm. it's, it's me, you know what I mean? So to hear that, really, it made me smile, you feel me? Mm -hmm. it, ma it makes me feel good because I think... The world lacks uh, authenticity. I think that the way uh, Instagram is set up and just everything is set up, like you're, we're like almost hardwired to, mm -hmm. to live like this life that uh, can sometimes not be us. You know what I'm saying? We listen to artists all the time. And I think that's what gets lost in music so much is that artists try to be and sound like something else. And it's like, bro, like, how are you going to try to sound like Young Thug? Young Thug already sounds like Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. it's like, you have all these like baby, baby artists. And then by the time they even come up, that sounds already done for it. Like think mm -hmm. about how much music has changed in the last. The mumbling rappers. Yeah, right. Like that shit's low key, mm -hmm. low key. Uh, not, it's not out, but it's not as like, uh, mm -hmm. or, like it's not around as much as it was, yeah. you know? But yeah, nah, I appreciate that. Like, Dude, that's, that's why dope. I love your style. Um, Ozer, Professor Gable, Afterthought, yeah. Kylie J. Like the whole family Nana group because you guys are so different. Shout out to fam, Dude, man. it's like, yeah. it's, it's something you don't, you need on the music. That's why I started doing the underground yeah. show because I started with knowing Ozer and I wanted to know the rest of the, the, the people behind him. And was he the first one that you... He was the, he yeah. was the first one How'd for... How did you get into contact with him? Um, We used to work together at Chase. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. You was counting money? Yeah. No wonder you had the work. Gucci flip-flops. You <laughs> was stealing money at the drawer. Dude, I don't. <laughs> don't wear the Gucci. I promise uh, I don't wear the Gucci flip-flops. What flip size are you? Let me get there. Um, <laughs> they're big. What size right. are you? Uh, I'm a 10 and a half. 11. It, I mean, Dude, I'm going to bring it. If it fits you, you're going to have it. No Dude, way. seriously, because I don't it? wear it at home. Hey, I can't say no to free Gucci. Dude, I, I have hey. it at home. I don't wear it, dude. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of afraid to get money because, like, I don't know how I'm going to act. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing. You, you, <laughs> here's the thing about that. You already know yourself. So you you are humble. You are genuinely humble. You you like keep saying you 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 are you are Oscar. 
If you have money, I'm pretty sure hey, you're hey, not gonna be. I'm sorry. You, um, if you if you ever get money, I don't think you're gonna be acting like uh, I don't know you. Nah, <laughs> Who are you, Dave? Nah, I'll, ne- I'll never do that. <laughs> money, money. Look, I said in a song one time, it's not out. I, I didn't produce it, but I said money made me poor, but never made me rich. Mm. You know I mean, and that, and that's a fact. Like, I didn't grow up with. Money. I'm kind of traumatized. Like we, bro, we. Like in fourth grade, I remember I had like one pair of pants and like three shirts. Mm. You know I mean, um, uh, I didn't get my first pair of like Jordans till I, I was 18 on layaway. And we weren't pay less till like fourth grade. You know I mean, like, yeah. so we Painless. grew up. We, we were seven of us in a, in mm-hmm. a two bedroom apartment on mission. Like seven. So, yeah. Seven wow. of us. Uh, and so, you know, that, that, that's rooted in me. Like we, mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't come. My parents don't come from much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we kind of in a way. It's a blessing and a curse because it humbles you like a like a motherfucker, but also like we don't know how to manage money. Mm. So in a way, it's a it's a mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I guess I'm trying to like change that because I mean, all my all my brothers and sisters, you feel me? They they went through that path, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm trying to I'm trying to be rich, rich. Mm. You know? So so once we, once we get there, um, I just hope I, I just hope that I'm gonna be able to maintain it and, and make smart business like investments because you want to maintain it you don't want to just get it that's what i was gonna right. say there's been rich and there's wealth right. when it comes to if you want to be mm-hmm. wealthy i want to be wealthy i don't right. want to be rich uh-huh. because being rich at the end of the day the money comes and goes right but being wealthy is if you buy houses if you invest if you you know that's mm-hmm. i want to be wealth that passive income yeah well, you sleep and you get it on money. Yeah, hell yeah! I make money while I sleep, but like, <laughs> nah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't give a fuck how rich I get. I'm gonna still do Ross on a motherfucking bitch, like <laughs> straight up, like, bro. I'm, I, like, I love, I love that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I, I embrace that struggle. So like, I want to have nice shit. You feel me? And like, you say I'm me on like Instagram and shit like that. Like, I, I keep it authentic. Like when I get all that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna flex, flex it. it. Yeah. But but you're gonna flex but, it because you have it, and also because no, it costs you. To, to, that's what I mean. It it, it yeah. freaking costs you a lot to be there. Yeah, exactly. So go ahead and do whatever you want to do with your exactly. money. I'm gonna fuck you around show and get a tiger, it off. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be crazy. Where are you gonna get to, Cuddy? Uh, man, Cuddy, <laughs> Cuddy's gonna have his own little guest house. You know Aww. what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him a little girlfriend. You know what I mean? He doesn't fuck with other dogs. He's a he's a really private uh, private dog. Private dog. Yeah, he just loves scratch and he just loves to like he loves to bite people. <laughs> now I always fuck around like I always fuck around like my dog's like the worst dog like on earth. I seen I seen the yeah. stories, dude. The, uh, that's why I told you yeah. you you should start doing like an Instagram stories for, for him. For yeah, um, I I'm just so busy. Like mm. it, it would it would be hard, but. Um, People, I feel like people love Cuddy without without knowing them, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like it's because they love me, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, so I'm just I'm just happy that that he's with me. I got him with my ex girlfriend, and uh, and I wasn't gonna keep him, like, because uh, I mean we had broken up, and uh, he's an Australian cattle dog, so they're already wired to be mm-hmm. super energetic. I didn't know nothing about the breed. It's some guy walking around with puppies, and I was like, oh, that motherfucker's cute. Can I get one? Yeah. <laughs> I bought him for 100 bucks, and at mm-hmm. the time, I was, like, buying and selling shit, just, like, flipping and hustling mm-hmm. and shit. 
And then uh, <laughs> I was like, man, he's only 100 bucks. Like, let me get this dog. I'm going to flip him for 200, quick 100. Aww. Yeah, and then we walked away. She started crying. She's like, you got a puppy? I was like, I was like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm going to sell him. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to sell this motherfucker, man. And then uh, I, I, I stayed with my parents. So my dad's a, he wasn't mailman. He's retired. And like that whole myth about dogs and mailmen not liking mm-hmm. each other is true because think about it. Mailmen go on to the, like, essentially your property to drop off the mail. So they have, they think somebody's breaking yeah, in. Yeah, and so they yeah. get bit a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they carry pepper spray. I think they give it to you, like, when you're a mailman, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, I was like, okay, look, we can keep the dog if my dad says yes. And I was like, he's no way he's going to say, yeah, my dad fucking hates dogs. So you already, you, you, you thought you were, you had the upper hand. Yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> no, we're not going to keep him, no way. And then we, we came home and then, uh, sorry, Carl's calling me. We're trying to shoot a video. <laughs> like, love you, Carl. But I'm busy right now. You can you can answer if you want to answer. No, no, it's cool. I'll, I'll call him back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then he was like, "Yeah, you can keep him." I was like, oh, "Fuck, <laughs> yeah." But you know what I'm saying? I also kind of want. There goes to my 200. Right, right, right. <laughs> Fuck. That still never made it back. Have you ever told Cody the story? Not. Uh, you ever been like, hey, I should have sold you. <laughs> nah, nah. Dogs feel energy, man. Mm-hmm. Like dogs really feel energy, but. The energy I give my dog, bro, he deserves it sometimes. Like, he's mm, really... Sometimes. He's, yeah, he's really... Like, he's a dick. Like, I say it on Instagram <laughs> all the time. My dog's an asshole. He's not nice, but he is really, like... He's really smart, um, and I know that he loves me. You know, he, mm. he's, a, he's a good dog. He just... It's so beautiful to get home and have somebody wait for you. Man, he pees every time he sees me. Yeah, <laughs> still. He just turned three on Sunday. Oh, he's a baby. Yeah, yeah. We took him... Uh, we took him... Uh, I paid for a class. For him to like go barnyard, bar, barnyard hunting, mm-hmm. so they pretty much put like a rat inside of a tube, and then they'd hide it, um, like behind haystacks and shit. Mm-hmm. And like he's like a instinct like, like killer. Like me and me and my best friend Augie always joke around about him like being a killer. Mm-hmm. And so like anytime like a moth flies in the room, he just like they're wired to like look for shit. They're, they call them healers because they're supposed to round up cows mm-hmm. like, and they're supposed to nip at the heels of cows. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're they're bred high intensity, high energy. So mm-hmm. like if we're chilling and a moth comes in the room, like Cuddy, what is that? And then like right away, like, it was bro, like bro, he'll get him. So like it was wow. like perfect for him. It was like a little birthday gift. Oh, um, that's awesome, dude! Yeah. And he loves chicken bakes from Costco. So I saw that yeah, on yeah, his yeah. birthday, you gave him one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm good. a stalker. I feel like yeah. I know everything about Cody, dude. No, dude. But the internet, the internet, like it, fucking, it's a. It, everybody, like, if you're posting yeah. shit, people know what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. um, I met this guy who follows me on Instagram, and he was like, "Hey, bro, didn't you just come back from? I forgot where I went." But it was at the show. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, bro, how do you That's like? Weird. I don't even know you, bro. And like he, but he knew me, you know, because uh-huh. you know I'm building my following, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of getting like used to that right now. It's like, it, it's a cool feeling, but it's also it's a little invasive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I understand it comes with it, so I, I should like I guess be comfortable with it. But it's still like so new to me. Yeah, where it's like people like know who I am and shit, and it's like. It's cool. It's a good feeling. Like, this is what we're working towards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also just so, like, virgin to it. That yeah. It's like, oh. So, there's, like, a good side. The good side of it is that when you meet people, like, me meeting you, I feel like I already know you. Oh, dope. Right? But the other bad side is that you stop having a private life and everybody knows where you are. Right. And it's kind of dangerous. Um, it more, is. More of you because you're growing and right. the, the the path you're taking, you're going to go up anytime soon right. 
So that's pretty dangerous for you as well. Yeah. Well, the good mm -hmm. th the good thing is I'm not like affiliated with no like street shit. I mm -hmm. think that what I worry about is like people always envy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If, even if whether it's close or from afar, like I think that when people don't see what they want happen for them, mm -hmm. I think that. Um, like jealousy can like occur and you've seen selena right mm -hmm. Remember, like her like mm -hmm. agent like with or like shut her yeah she's you know she's the one to like do it so i mean that's the only thing that i that i worry about but for the most part i mean I, like i'm a good person and like i show love you feel me so mm -hmm. i don't see why that would come back to me like you know i'm not gonna go on instagram live and somebody's gonna try to like hunt me down yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i'm not that popping where it's You're like not, yeah you know so um i don't i don't worry about it it's just it's just it's just weird sometimes. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Like, um, I think sometimes people get, like, geeked out. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like last time I did a show, like, afterwards, it was, like, three people there who was, like, bro, like, bro, like, da -da -da, like just super <laughs> gassing me up. And I was, like, it was cool, but then it was, like, kind of annoying. I was, like, bro, like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, cool. Like, what Like what else do you want from this interaction? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, let's shake hands and uh -huh. take a picture. But, um that's yeah, crazy dude yeah <laughs> for, for for me i'm i'm super private yeah. i'm super super private and i keep saying like my my close friends i only post pictures of my computer my kids my chihuahuas i was like you have my kids, kids. <laughs> i have two kids two chihuahuas oh nice and um and memes oh yeah that's that's all i post like even even on my non friends, I only post like things that I'm working on, like behind the scenes of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to me going out to eat, me hanging out with friends, or me going on a trip, or I don't do that. Yeah. I'm like super private, yeah. and I love my privacy. Fuck and yeah. that's why um, when I started doing this, because I came out of nowhere, I started like covering my face, because I was like, if I ever become famous, I wanna be able to walk around. And and not nobody recognizes right, me. Right. So um, like you were like you're Anna Waves, and I'm like yes, Anna Waves, because I know I was Anna Waves before. Right. But now this Anna is more like I don't want to get I don't want nobody to recognize me. I just like I want you to recognize my work. Right. But not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the, I think there has to be a difference between that. I thank you for recognizing the underground show. But me as a person, I just rather be. I'm humble. I just yeah. like be. I like sitting private. down, you know, really private. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you? What about you, dude? If you ever like make it, when you make, if you ever, <laughs> when you make it, yeah. when it comes to your privacy, are you scared of that? Um. Because nah, now you're posting a lot of things on 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 your on your Instagram stories and everything, and yeah. that's why I feel like I know you. Yeah. I'm a stalker. <laughs> no, you're not a stalker. It's just you know I think. Uh, part of what I do like um, it comes with the territory like mm. I'm I want you to like fall in love with me and like what I'm doing in my music like I'm trying to I'm trying to sell myself you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying so if if I'm being honest if I didn't make music I don't think I'd have an Instagram like uh yeah. even, even when even when Facebook was like uh was popping and shit like that um I didn't I didn't I had one but I would never go on it and I was still mm -hmm. making hella music and like I feel like the internet is such a distraction, mm. um, but it's so important for artists uh, to have. I think I was talking to Ozer about it. Like, bro, like, it's stressful. You know what I'm saying? Like, responding to DMs is like responding to emails. Dude, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, people want to, um, I think, engage with you. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm, I make it easy for people to engage with me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I intentionally put 
put what I do on Instagram. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I I, I kind of structure it like that so that so you so choose choosing big who um like you choose what to post and what people should know yeah. about you. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, I yeah. think it's. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to brand myself. You mm -hmm. feel me? So like. That's why I do half of the shit that I do on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like I said, I don't think I'd have one. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly, low-key... I mean, it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't <laughs> get me wrong. Like, it's hella, it's everything yeah. on, on Instagram and the internet, you know? But uh, I think that if I wasn't doing what I was doing, then I would not be on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be so low-key, but, you know... I, you need it. I need it. I we need, need it. it. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about your um, your new album, Oro. yeah. yeah. Um, what's the, um, what's the inspiration behind it? Yeah, so Oro means gold in Spanish, you know that, mm -hmm. um, and, um, uh, it was just like a, like a reminder to myself to keep everything, uh, golden and, like, true and, and stay rooted, um, I think that as I've kind of, like, progressed with music and stuff like that, I, I reflect on the journey that I've taken a lot, mm -hmm. and I started off, like, really conscious, really, like, aware Um, and then if you listen to the shit that I make now, it's like, it's fun music. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, but the thing is though, I always hit you with like some bars that kind of like make you think. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's like conscious ass shaking music. Like, like yeah. that's kind of how hey, I, Pikachu is my favorite. Yeah, Pikachu's Pikachu. tired. You know, that song's four <laughs> years Pikachu. old. Yeah, really? Yeah, I made that in uh, four years ago. Yeah, I made that. That's in how you sounded seven, four years ago. 2017. Yeah, oh, that's fire. Yeah, right. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I was like hesitant on like saying that. I went on live to kind of talk about the album, and uh, I had met. I was like, man, should I say that? Like, I don't want people to like, you know. But artists do it all the time, like uh, uh, "Day and Night" by Kid Cudi. Like, mm -hmm. I think that song was like. I think it was like five or it might have been five or ten years old but by the time it blew up it was already old as fuck you know what Whoa. i'm saying yeah yeah and the thing about um i think uh, artists is that like once you mature as a as an artist and you find your sound i don't think it it changes too much after that mm -hmm. i think you get better at little nuances like if you listen to pikachu the original version is so much better like a lot of those songs were recorded in my home studio and then i had shout out to quake beats man he's a motherfucking truth um he like engineers all my shit and you could tell the difference you know but he takes like those raw mixes and like really brings them to life um but something like like it's called demoitis so it's like when you're used to listening to uh something a certain way and then there's like changes that are made and obviously they're better changes like the song's mm. actually mixed mixed but i have like this emotional attachment to like the original <laughs> one and i'm like it's not the original it's not the original so that out like a lot of the songs on oral were were recorded in my home studio and then sent out to quake to get mixed mm. and pikachu was one of them but the raw version of pikachu is like it's crazy man like and the thing about pikachu if anybody's like curious about it I did that on one take. It's three layers. Um, mm -hmm. I used to layer my voice a lot. So typically, um, like I think industry standard is, you know, one layer and you're supposed to have a good ass engineer who's supposed to make you sound full and crisp. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until I met Quake um, and actually Oh From The Skull was the first song where I only had one layer on my, on, on, on my vocal tracking. And he would tell me all the time, he's like, oh, like, why are you double layering your shit? Like, if you listen mm -hmm. to stuff, like, stuff that's on the radio and shit like that, all these artists are doing one layer. Like, mm -hmm. why are you doing that? And I'm like, bro, like, it's just what I do, bro. Back in the day, I used to do three, four layers, just stack all my shit, because I didn't know how to mix. So it was wow. just, you feel me? So that's how I made my shit sound full. And um, when Dude, we that's freaking yeah, crazy. When we recorded Oh From The Skull, he was like, because he, he had made that beat. Like, mm -hmm. made the beat. 
and he was engineering it. And you know, I, I trusted him. I, he, I was like, hey, bro, I was like, let's let's do your method. Like, let's do one, and let's see what happens. And arguably, that's the reason. Like, that song is probably the reason where I'm at. Where I'm at. I think it was like a build up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that song specifically um, did so much for like uh, my my career personally. Mm-hmm. It's the one that really like launched it. Um, and I mean, people make comments all the time about how crispy it sounds, especially compared to like my other music. Mm-hmm. But uh, but back to back to Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> but that shit, bro. I did that in one take three times, so it, it's triple layered. Wow. But like, yeah, because when you export vocal files, you got you know what I'm saying. If you're punching in, mm-hmm. you gotta especially. I'm using I use GarageBand, so mm. so I, I you use GarageBand. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so. You know, a lot of the times you can uh, select all the all the audio tracks and then export mm-hmm. them individually. Um, mm-hmm. But my version of GarageBand doesn't have that, so I have to individually export them one like, one by one. And it takes time. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. But so with Pikachu, and I remember back then I would slice and dice shit, like you know what I'm saying, like hella <laughs> shit. So I'm like, I'm getting stressed out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like. I got to export all these vocal files. And I went back to the project and I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I did these in one day because the song's four years old. Wow. So I'm like, oh shit. You did. You, yeah, man. And like a real spitter, years. man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You yeah. did that in like four years. Yeah, wow. Four, four you, years you're ago. really talented, right. dude. You are. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> you yeah. really are. Uh, um, I was watching your uh, music video for Shimmy Shimmy. Yeah, yeah that's Dude, man, that's, that's the that, boy. Bu- that music video goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, At right. first it was just you. Yeah. And then it's it starts by just you and yeah. then it transitions to the car and then to you with the with the id and i'm like damn yeah. that song is, that music video is fire shout out to uh zero luck mm. zero scope that's his director name uh he's really he's really dope man, yeah he, he's super dope he uh he him and carl are like my go-to videographers they're both really talented they're just really different styles what i like about zero is like he his shit he makes your shit like I call it creepy crawly, like his style is so like it's almost like evil. Like it's it's like dark. Like mm-hmm. he, he just is sick. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's like I don't know. Like the way he edits and shit, yeah. it makes shit look dope. I've seen his work. Mm-hmm. I, I actually DM him when was this like eight months ago when I first started and I told him I I, I told him to I I because I when I like your stuff, uh, make sure that I let you know. Yeah. And I, I, I DM, love, I DM him and I told him that he's really dope and talented. Can and I want to be like him. I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fangirl. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. he's really talented, though, yeah, dude. Man. Especially when he edits. He's, he goes crazy. He, he really does, man. And your and, and your that song as well goes crazy. Shimmy yeah. shimmy ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's what I talk about. Like with the with the build up of shit, it's like you know how did how do you build um how do you build a buzz right? Mm-hmm. And it's really all it's really all. If anybody were to, were to ask me, and I'm, I'm not even buzzing like that, but from what I gather from it, like it's all just a build up, and mm-hmm. everything. The next thing that you have to do, people want to see you level up from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so Shimmy was was one of them ones. I think it was during the pandemic that it dropped. So I think everybody was at home. And I think... Um, yeah, in 2020. Yeah, man. Yeah. And everybody was on their phones. You feel me? Like everybody was at, was at home. And then uh, I think the power of repost really made that song go up because uh, it's it's catchy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shimmy, Shimmy, uh, yeah. Shimmy, uh, and yeah. people, like, <laughs> I think people were reposting it so much mm-hmm. that like 
even on my story, like got beat into your head. Like you didn't even listen to the song. You and probably you knew it. Shimmy, shimmy. It's like, it's like big stepping. Like, <laughs> like I, I swear, like, like that song gets reposted so much, uh-huh. um, by other people and other platforms that like you had no choice but to listen to mm-hmm. it right and like you i knew the words before i listened even, to the whole even song. if you don't if yeah. you don't speak english yeah. you just shimmy shimmy <laughs> right right um you know what's funny about that video is um that whole first part that you mentioned that mm-hmm. wasn't in that wasn't in the video like zero called me and was like hey bro something's missing in the video we need to relink up and zero's zero's like you super private I mean, um, he hates people wasting his time, and mm-hmm. I always run late. So <laughs> zero low key hates me. Now nah, he loves me. He loves me. But uh, but he uh, yeah, he's just super punctual. Like wants to get shit done. He lives out in Sacramento too. So he he hit me back and he was like, "Hey man, like uh, well, we both talked about it. We we're like something's missing." He was like, "You know what? Like let's reshoot." Uh, let's reshoot. Uh, uh, you know, like the first scene is missing something, mm-hmm. and then so we rented another Beamer, um, because I don't know if you noticed, but it was a white Beamer in the second scene. Yeah, because the first. other one was a black one, right? It was the a first black one. one, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, it was random too because we met up in Fremont, and then we were like behind like a parking lot, mm-hmm. and then we were about to be done, and then and then we were just driving like we were, we wrapped it up, and then. Uh, and then we were looking for another spot just in case, like kind of overkill it. Like, let's pick another mm-hmm. shot uh, with a different outfit just in case, right? And then we seen uh, where 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 you shot it at, mm-hmm. and then uh, we did the champagne pour, and like that that got a lot of feedback. Like <laughs> people did. were like, "Yo, that champagne." I, I was pour. I was go- I was gonna say that's like <laughs> yeah. that's something you have on all your videos now, yeah, right? Be because of it. that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, even in uh, in afterthoughts yeah. uh, coming home video. Yeah, <laughs> you I always it, have I that. Like tie dye, you have it as well. Yeah. And um, well, I forgot the other music video you dropped as well the name, but you did this and you were like, "Yeah, you said throw it out." Yeah, we. Well, I wanted to really rent, like, help. You know how you didn't have no water, like, mm-hmm. no logos on your water bottles? Um, if you're listening to this, she she took off the the, mm-hmm. the logos from the water bottle. I, I, <laughs> I want to, like, brand, not brand Andre, but, like, when you when you see me, I want you to think of Andre Champagne. Like, mm. like I love bubbly, bro. Like, I love really, champagne. Dude, that's really smart. Yeah. That's really good marketing yeah. right there. And, like, maybe they'll see it. And then mm-hmm. and then just send me free champagne. You, you feel me? And, and then, then like, in the future, you have your own. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the grand O. The grand dude, O bubbly. Dude, I'm so happy you made that because when you do that, it's like, because I saw it on Shimmy, 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 Shimmy. <laughs> you uh, have it you yeah. did it and i was like oh cool that's dope but then i was like wait he's done that on all his music videos yeah. and i'm like dude that's 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 pretty dope to have that yeah to have that one thing on every single music yeah. video that will describe you yeah you know what i no, mean yeah for sure it's i mean it's part of like it's part of branding mm-hmm. yourself you know what i'm saying like uh one thing i hate and uh especially in the in the bay area man i feel like we come from such an original place that I don't know why. And like, I don't know why it's cool to like copy shit. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to get influenced. They say nothing's original. Like you can't reinvent the wheel. Like a wheel's a wheel. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. there's pockets that you kind of have to hit, especially with like music. But like, sometimes it's so blatant mm-hmm. at like at how people replicate shit. And it's like, bro, like you really don't, like why are you an artist mm-hmm. if you're not thinking of shit how you could like stand out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you said like 
Like you used to try to do this and now on Instagram until you're like, you know what? I need to be myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what shines through and that's what attracts people, you know? So with the, with the flicking <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? With the, uh, with the champagne or whatever, it's like, that was an accident. You know what I'm saying? And it got good response. And I was like, I'm gonna keep doing it. It was a <laughs> really good yeah. accident. Yeah, dude. Right. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Anyways, how did you uh, came up with the who? Because the bid for tie dye, the um, it was backhead, back right? Yeah, yeah. You Fuck hop on it. I hate backhead. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, no I love uh, backhead. Did you say was like because uh, I did an interview for DJ Say and oh, yeah. it was, I was we were just talking about Shout how out awesome. To say, man. <laughs> we were just saying how awesome he is, and he's like, no, we don't like backhead. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, we officially don't like backhead. We officially right here. Like, I don't know. Dude, backhead is literally like he's a threat to humanity. Like, <laughs> goddamn. I, t I tell him all the time, I'm like, they call you backhead, but your dad should have worn a bag on his dick <laughs> to prevent this accident. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, bro. We, we really do. We love backhead. We just don't like his eyebrows. Yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah. It's his mustache. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Baghead. <laughs> nah, don't feel bad for him, man. That, I love Baghead. That's what's interesting because, like, he's he's one of those guys who's like super low key, but he he's so big. You know what I'm saying? In like in like his personality, but he's also really low key. He's mm -hmm. kind of like an anomaly, man. Mm -hmm. Like it's it, he's interesting. He's an interesting yeah, character, he's and he really cares about the culture, man. And he cares about the crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he wants to change it. Like, uh, you know, he's obviously, uh, I would describe it as like more boom bapish. I don't know if he would describe it like that. Um, but he also, he also has elements where, where he steps out of that. And like, like he's just trying to change the narrative, you know, like mm -hmm. we were talking about Thizzler and stuff like that. Shout out to Thizzler. They fuck with me. Um, super tough. But, um, we were talking about like, you know, why isn't, um, you know, like different styles of music, not just like no street shit. Speaking on there, of you know? tie dye. Yeah, I was it playing? <laughs> He's playing tight. Uh, yeah. Can you um, hear it? Yeah. <laughs> you know that beat? Uh, it was funny. Backhead came over the house, and then we were working on something else. And then he just started playing beats after. And then uh, he played this beat, and it was, like, automatic. It was, mm. like, I, 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 I'm not even saying this because, like, it's, you know, our song. But, like, I genuinely no, think that's, it's, like, one of the it's better It's different, beats, dude. Man. I think that's the yeah. summer song. Yeah. Can you hear that song? Like I yeah. keep I keep hearing that on my way to see Kelly J. Hey, I love that shout dude. Kelly loves dude. that song. It, it really warms my heart how much like he like he loves it. And he yeah. he's genuinely like expressed that to me. And like I don't know, that that shit meant a lot. No, like, yeah, yeah. Tie Dye is by far I think is the best song that you can play anytime, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Anytime you wanna play it, it gives you the the party vibe, like yeah. you just wanna, you feel like calm, or if you wanna be on the beach, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> Anything yeah. you wanna do, yeah. Tie dye got it. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we, you know, somebody else had mentioned that because um, that video premiered with Dizzler, and uh, somebody, I think it, the video dropped in November. We dropped the song in September, and somebody was like, and you know, we get the Indian summer out here in, in the Bay Area, so mm -hmm. like, it's, it barely started heating up in October. You mm -hmm. feel me? So. Kind of, the song was like a good time, but somebody had mentioned in the comments, they were like, this is a summer song. Like, mm -hmm. pretty much like, you waited too long to drop it. You gotta trust the process. I've seen a lot of artists um, fall out with other uh, like artists because they want shit like 
out at a specific time and shit but you're rushing the process exactly and i think that's ass backwards like i think that mm-hmm. god has a has a plan and you got to trust that timing you know what i mean and like uh like for example with the oh from the skull video like we were mm-hmm. supposed to drop that i think like two or three weeks before it actually dropped and uh carl had went on vacation and uh it's not his fault we just you know what i'm saying we just mistimed it and uh and uh I was like, man, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, fuck it. We're just going to keep it rolling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because my whole thing was I was going to drop a song and then the video, song, video, song, video, mm-hmm. instead of, uh, you know, a song, 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 and then video. Because I think that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think people pay, pay attention enough. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. they get conf- confused. Like, yo, what's new? What's not? Mm-hmm. So I was trying to keep it in order. Um, and I had already scheduled the drop of the next song I was going to do. And instead of tripping on it, I was like, man, fuck it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what happened. And. And I couldn't have like expected a better result. You know, what it I'm went crazy, yeah. and it keeps going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and imagine <laughs> like the the next summer. Well, next summer, this summer. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. We're, we're January. Yeah, we're in January. That's fucking wild. <laughs> I'm like man. next summer. Um, yeah. Imagine yeah. in like this summer, how crazy it's gonna go. Yeah. You I guys should start like doing TikTok videos with that song. Yeah. Because if you want that song to go viral now, unfortunately, TikTok is the way. It is. Do you yeah, have a TikTok? a TikTok? I do. I started my TikTok for the underground show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have the TikTok there and where I post crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, strippers. Do you know any stripper? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to interview a stripper. Oh, man. I don't know any strippers. Well, I don't want to interview a stripper. I want her to perform oh, for the audience. Right. She just be <laughs> dancing right here. You know a few strippers? <laughs> they would know some strippers. What's up? Share the, share the love. Nah. Um, <laughs> Day, you want to come here for a second to talk about... um. Strippers. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about um, um strippers. strippers. Yeah, strippers, strippers. Dude, I was watching. Um, I'm a really curious person, and <laughs> is it <laughs> just love? Like myself in the eye. Um, uh, what number? Uh, this is one at the top. Yeah. Better. Oh, you talk. Oh, two. It's two. Sorry. Oh, two? Yeah. Better? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You good with the mic? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a really curious person, and I always like wanted to interview a porn star as well, um, more into like uh, research purposes. <laughs> <laughs> what was what? What would be the question that you'd ask right? me? Like number one question. Like, um, 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 so why? <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurts you? No. Does it does it hurt? <laughs> Dude, oh, oh, real quick. Sorry, this is like kind of on a tangent, but. There's this girl I read. She ha- she was born with two vaginas. Oh and my god! What the fuck? You saw that? Yes. Yeah, and she's a sex worker. Yeah, one and for she- work and one for play. Right, and she said, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and then like, okay, I want to I want to read that. I want to see it. And, like, <laughs> I started googling. <laughs> I He's like, "Fuck know. that!" I want to see it. One vagina too. Wait. <laughs> I couldn't find Google search images. But oh, we did pushed, you look? Yeah, we uh, looked. We looked. Blue waffle. No. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Dude, yeah. Fuck. I, I mean, like, okay. First of all, freak show. Nah, 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 nah but that's hella funny. But the fact that she like was like, you know what? This is the like. How did she decide? Like, this is my work pussy. This is like my play pussy. Like, when she said it on the on the uh, does uh, yeah does does she, when you gonna fuck with her? Is she gonna tell you? Oh, uh, you like. I don't think the customers know. <laughs> like, right? I'd be like, wait, hold on. I'm using the used hole. Like, I want the lightly used. Like, I, I want the I want private the exclusive. <laughs> right, Give me I want that the top shelf, baby. That top shelf. 
Only your man get this one. Wait, is she a porn star or a sex worker? She's a sex worker. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, she makes money. Dude. Hey, if I, low key, if I was a chick and I had two of them, yeah. Yeah. Like, let one get worn out. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's for me. That's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm a really curious person. And I'm always wanted to meet a porn star and ask them because mostly if you ask them, they'll say, "Well, for the money, because this is a really good money." But I want right. to go more like deep, more in the future, like because eventually you will have kids, right? Right? And your kids will eventually see, see porn. Yeah. So eventually, your kids will see you fucking somebody else. But it's also how we view porn and like view sex work because right. the oldest job is prostitution, you know. So I think there's a stigmatization behind doing things like that. You know, I'm I would never do it, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna knock nobody else because you know it's like we don't know what their viewpoints are, their struggles, and there's certain cultures where sex work is like it's not a bad thing. You know, I think it really kind of comes down to the intention behind it mm-hmm. and like what's going on. But I think it's also too like how you raise your kids. Like some people have that mindset, but then some people like especially when you're living in like super survival mode, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about your future. You're thinking right. about what's going to get you paid and fed today. Right. So I think it's it's a whole mix of stuff. I still want to interview a porn star. No, do yeah. it. I'm not saying not to. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And the stripper. Well, not interview the stripper. Just perform for the people. <laughs> See it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to, uh, we went on a strip club binge, I remember. It was like a three-week span where, like, mm-hmm. every weekend we were just in there. Like, my brother-in-law's brother um, used to work at Centerfolds. Actually, my other boy used to security there, too. So we were just, like, kind of, like, tapped in. So we like, get in for free. And, like, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. It's the wine <laughs> got me talking over here. Saying shit I should is Tonyo de la City. Tonyo de la City, right? That's his name, yeah. Tonyo. Um, yeah. We were talking about it as well. That, And I'm asking him, because he said he knows some strippers. I wouldn't doubt it. I was like... <laughs> that boy, Tone, man. Shout out to Tone. That's the boy right there. And, um, anyways, I was like saying, there's a, there's a movie in Netflix about this porn star. Um, a male porn star. It's. I was looking for a female porn star. Male porn stars. I think they're. I. I, I don't know. I have my own opinion with about them, but that that freaking um, video makes you think that majority of the people who are sex workers on the porn industry are addicted to sex, like the majority of them. And that's something I didn't know. I thought they were doing it just one for the money, two for the pleasure. Right. But the majority of them are just the, the majority of them are just sex addicts. Yeah. And this guy named Rocco, which supposedly was supposed he's the biggest porn star like ever. And he, he's addictive to sex. That's wild. I learned something new. Yeah. <laughs> they call it nymphos. Nympho Maniac. She a nasty bitch. I mean a nasty bitch. And she bought a lot of with the trashy chick. Nah. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm, I, I'm like, I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm not like overly like sexual. Like, I know, I know, like a lot of girls with like super high like sex drives, and it's like mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up sometimes. Like, damn. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have thought that you are like highly, highly like. Nah, I mean, like you know, I like sex like anybody mm-hmm. else, but like, like overly, like not, nah, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. I think. uh I got shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, music. Yeah, like, music nah, to record. Up, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I probably, like, sex is like, 
I think about it like anybody else, but like it's not, it's really not a priority. Like even in like a relationship, like I think sexual chemistry is important, but like it's not like we need to have sex every day. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I, dude, I, I, and the and the fact that you could, <laughs> 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 the fact that you uh, say that it just makes you that it makes you way stronger. Your mentality yeah. is way stronger because a lot of men can't hold it. Yeah, you know, a lot of men want to go and fuck. Same as females. Same. I, w I would argue that females are like a little not worse. Like that's a bad thing, but I think that female sex drive is is definitely higher. I, I mean, well, yeah, I've never been intimate with a guy to like know, right? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, right? But I'm saying I think that uh, yeah. like just talking to women, like. Man, there's so many times where I'm like, True. damn, how much sex do you have? Like, or like, you know, women that I've been with, like, damn, we just had sex. Like, you know I, I, like, I actually, I, I, agree, like, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking crazy. You know, I, uh, I abstained from sex for six months last year. Yeah, and like. It, it brings clarity, so much mental man, clarity oh and focus. Well, like, I'm, I'm somebody who, um. You know, I do so much, like, for, like, my career and shit that having somebody trip off of me, um, and I, I think it's normal when you get into, like, sexual relationships with people for them to, you know, it's some sort of, like, attachment, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. in, in some way, shape, or form. Like, people treat it, like, super casual, which is cool, but I think at the end of the day, if you're having sex with somebody enough, there's some sort of, like, emotional, like, bond, and so, like, like you said, with the mental clarity, my experience with, with that, and also I was fasting at the time, like, this is, like... Bro, I was like super motivated, and I did like a 76 hour fast. Like, dude, yeah. that it changes and shifts everything. I just did yeah. an 82 hour fast last oh, week. Oh shit! Wait, were you drinking water too? Hot water. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. People are trying to be like, oh, that's that the water fast. Like, yeah, bro. Well, yeah, you got water. Like 20, <laughs> 48 <laughs> hours without water. You mean that? Yeah, so. right. How'd you feel um, after the fast? Honestly, the first two days were super duper hard. The the fourth day, I felt amazing, but I smoked the whole time while I was doing my fast. Oh man, you didn't get hungry. That was the whole purpose <laughs> of it. Was I was like, you know what? I really like if I want to keep smoking, the level I'm smoking, I need to have more discipline so yeah. I don't get the munchies and stuff. So I was like, what better way than to do my water fast, smoking man. the whole time? You know, when I was when I was smoking like every day, it got to a point where like I don't even think I'd get the munchies no more. It was like. That's uh, at the point where I'm at now. Like, I smoke yeah. and it doesn't really affect me, like, in the, oh, I need to eat right now. I need to do, I'm like, okay, let's handle the day. What's up? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what are we on now? Do you smoke right now? Uh, I, so, I'm very situational with it. Like, I used to smoke every day for years. Um, I think this, and I'm glad, like, we're recording this. I think that weed is medicinal. And this is coming from somebody who smoked every day, like, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot. And... Me personally, until so the reason why I stopped was because I had a, a tonsillectomy. I had I had enlarged tonsils, so they were gonna take them out, and then so I couldn't smoke like two weeks before that, and then obviously the recovery was like another two weeks, and then I went to Nicaragua like right after that, and then I wasn't trying to smoke no booth with some like <laughs> with some like kind of recovery lungs. So then I was in Nicaragua for like another two weeks. You feel me? Which changed my life. I encourage everybody who, like, because I'm half Nicaraguense. My mom's mm -hmm. from Mexico, my dad's from Nicaragua. And, like, I had never been there. I, I had been to Mexico growing up. So, like, you feel me? Being in the back of the truck, smelling the air, eating the food, I had grown up doing that. And and so it wasn't until I went, to, and so I felt like I knew that part of me, right? Without knowing it, right? Like, consciously, mm -hmm. it wasn't until I went to Nicaragua, like, oh, 
because it changed my life, bro. Like the food, the climate, like everything, the way the sun hit me, like it, it rejuvenated me and it gave me like this whole new, it felt like I got to know myself more. And like, mm-hmm. I, like I, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Connecting with your roots. And like, I'm glad that I did that because it was so life changing. So I tell everybody, bro, if you're, if you're ethnically from somewhere, like visit that place. Like, cause even if the climate will change you, like mm. think about it genetically, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're meant to be in that environment. That's where you're like from. So anyways, I was in Nicaragua for another two weeks. Um, and I came back and I was like, hell yeah, bro, we about to smoke. You feel me? And, uh, I had like this conversation with my brother and it was just, he just like really challenged me into like what I was doing with music. Um, he had pretty much like, was like, yo, like, who are you? You feel me? And like for... For my brother to say that, I love him to death. You, it was at the time it was like, bro, like what it, it had hurt me, but I'm really glad that we had that conversation because um, I think genuinely he was concerned, you know, and I think that people's energy is like super huge, um, like, and I was smoking so much. My mom, my mom didn't like it. She knew I was smoking, and uh, I think her energy was like put onto me. And I think that, especially when it's like your mom and they're like they view you a certain way, it's hard for you to grow. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like they're they're kind of casting you in a box, and if they think like you know, you're not doing healthy shit, it translates onto you, you feel me? And so you got, like, this little rain cloud over you, like, bringing you down. And uh, I came back, like, motivated. Like, nobody thinks I'm shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I got to change that. And and it's, it's true, though. Like, what had I done? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even making that good music at the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, well, I just made Pikachu. I was going to yeah. say, didn't you make <laughs> right. Pikachu my right. favorite one? Right, right. Um, <laughs> But, you know, back to that energy thing, like, I think that when people around you believe in you and you show them, like, what you can do, I think that that shit matters so much. Like, I was talking to my homegirl, Tears. She's from Texas. Great artist. Shout out to Tears. Um, uh, you know, her her family felt the same way about her. Like, yo, like, what are you doing with music? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like you talked about in Latino, she's Puerto Rican. When you don't see that, that income right away, people are like, yo, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Exactly. And so... When that energy is on you, you're like, it's hard for you to, you're like in a cocoon, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when those people who love you start to believe in you and start to see shit, like my whole family believes in me. Like I walk in the, yeah, I walk in the, I walk in the motherfucking, you know, wherever I'm at. Uh, and like all the kids are like, the snack sensei, like they want to do snack reviews with me and shit. And like, and they always play my music. That hits different, knowing yeah. that, especially like a Latino family, yeah. when they're more strict when it comes to success or however they want to see success, yeah. that hits different, dude. It does, man. Yeah. And it's a beautiful feeling. And it's like, it's like sunshine and water on a plant. Like mm-hmm. you, now that, now that they, like the people who mean most to you, the closest people, your tribe is like rooting for you and like really are giving you that water and that sunlight. There's no, nothing else but to do but but grow mm-hmm. but also there's like a responsibility i think that comes with it like i can't stop what i'm doing because of that like not that they're depending on me financially like everybody's set up you know they don't need they don't need like what i'm doing mm-hmm. but but you know it's just kind of like like i i oh i feel like i owe it like it's bigger it's bigger than me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like i like i want to show like especially my nieces and nephews like i want to show them that like yo i didn't go to school look at me you know what i'm saying like i'm I, i'm doing my thing I might everything not, is, everything yeah. is possible. Uh, yeah, and it's important. I think, I think that that apple doesn't fall for, fall far from the tree when, mm-hmm. when shit like that happens. So when you see somebody like, like for example, like you see like a stunner man, or you mm-hmm. see like, um, I mean anybody who's like leveled up, like a like a paper boy. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you see where where they came from, and you're like, bro, like you were just two years ago, we were doing the same show, and like look, look where you're at now. You know what I'm saying? You see it, and it's and it's possible. So when when somebody is of influence around you doing good shit, it just reminds you that it's all attainable, just like with hard work. Like I remember, remember when the Illuminati was like hella big, <laughs> you feel me? In like oh nine and shit, and everybody was like, yo, he sold his soul. Like no, bro, like. That's some good bullshit. people get on too, and I feel yeah. like people always like demon, de- like de- demonetize, 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 demonetize. No, isn't that demonetize? Demonetize. Isn't that the YouTube shit where they take out? No, that's monetize. <laughs> but then you demonetize. Yeah, it would be oh, like take like away. Take away. Yeah, right, right. I'm thinking like demon timing because they always like whenever people become successful, they're like, oh, the devil did that, or like yeah. they sold their soul. Like, can we give some credit to God and like credit to like good people? Straight the you fuck know, up. Like, if you do good onto others, you reap what you sow. You reap what, what you, you sow. sow. So if you if you sow in some beautiful and plentiness mm-hmm. and abundance, you're going to get it back. And I feel like a lot of times when people become successful, people forget about that. Mm-hmm. And just like always listen to the hearsay that's going on around because the more successful you get, the more people are going to start talking. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in that false narrative. So when I hear people talking, I'm like, were you there? Do you know firsthand? Yeah. Why are you saying this information right now? You know, it's like certain things you just got to peep. And I think, like, just going back to that of, like, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, it's, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? It's not overnight. Like, what did Big Sean say? He said it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. Like, bro, it's just you you built relationships. You worked hard. You didn't stop. And you kept going. Like, that's the That's formula. the crazy thing about, about um, the whole thing. Like, when you become... When do you actually become successful? When can you say, right. I'm successful, I made it? Right. For me, I'll say, when I think I'm successful and I made it, is one, when I can pay my bills out of this. Right. And two, when I can give my sisters um, a house, a car, and a business for them to run. Right. That, for me, is when I say, um, uh, okay, I made it. But for you, when would, do you think Man. you're going to be like, Oh, I made it. Cause, that's a good cause, cause, question. Because the thing about making it, oh. making it, there's like levels. where? There's yeah. levels to it. Where, right. like, when do you think you, you will say, oh, I made it? Man. Um, I think what makes somebody great is the feeling that they never made it, right? Because mm-hmm. like complacency is a thing. Like, damn, I won all these awards. I won all these accolades. That's, why, that's what makes somebody like Jay-Z so great is because, like, you know, but also you got to think about that, like, what is going on in somebody's mind where they don't feel satiated, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, like my dad's somebody like that, where, like, I feel like no matter what, he'll, I love my dad to death, but, like, no matter what he has, I feel like he'll just never be content. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, like, uh, I don't know. And it's kind of it's kind of scary to think about, like, when will, when will I feel like I got my nut? Right, like I don't fucking know. I come all the time. Yeah, (laughs) no, but it's true though. Like I mean, cause like 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 there's levels to it. Like Mm -hmm. in in a way, I've already I've already I've already made it in my own right. Like um, like it's a mindset, you know. I think I think that um, I think that just to answer your question, I guess, cause I can I can say in a lot of ways, like if I die, when I came to grips with death, I was 21 and I was like, or like 22, and I was like walking through this alley i live in lakeview and like there's a bunch of like alleys um that uh you know be like dope heads in there and shit like when we walked now they're parklets you know what i'm saying but like mm-hmm. right before they made a parklet uh, i had parked on the other side of the block and i remember walking through this alley as a kid being scared you know what i'm saying you didn't know who was behind the bush like you know what i'm saying it's sketchy shit 
And then I was like, why the fuck am I scared? I was walking through the alley. I was like, why am I scared? Like, why do I feel like how I felt when I was a kid? I was like, if somebody was in this alley right now and stabbed me to death, would I be happy? And like, that's why it's hard for me to answer that question. Cause it's like, yeah, like I feel like I, you know what I'm saying? I, I built good relationships. Um, I did what I wanted to do so far in, in, in what I'm doing. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not accomplished yet, but like in, in a way I've lived my life. Uh, not to not to, to the fullest of my abilities for that time, right? Mm-hmm. So with I don't know with making it, I don't know, man. I think uh, making money off of it mm-hmm. um, to like where I don't have to work. I think uh, and also like just taking care of like I think my mom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I think when I'm able to like provide enough for her, where like she's not tripping. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's what success would look like to me. I'm not sure if it's like awards. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I want awards. You know what I'm saying? With like music, like. I want to, I want to be, I want to be like an underground legend. Like mm-hmm. I want to be where like I go to the mall and like a handful of people will be like, oh shit, that's grand O lit. Mm-hmm. Let me go ask him for a picture. But I don't want to like not be able to walk down the street. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like JC fame. Yeah. And, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Like that shit's hella overrated. I want to make money independently mm-hmm. and keep it lit. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I think be like to me you know what I'm saying? make it yeah, yeah so because um I, I ask a lot of people that question like because they always like when i make it when i make it and i'm always like when you make it when do you think you're gonna what what do you think is making it right because a lot of people also have the misconception of saying oh when i make it means you're a millionaire you're making a lot of money that's not if that's your you think that's that's making it uh, cool but for a lot of people who love the art like you yeah. you're an artist you love the art means one selling a lot of album yeah. sell, selling a, a lot of singles and music because you want the people to hear you i think for me seeing you i think when i see you when i know when you make it is when people like people that don't hear um uh, regular rap um hears you for me that will be oh he made it like if mm, even if somebody that like I know, yeah, they know you and they're listening to Grano, oh, he made it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like um um, uh, what's his name? The guy Big Steppin. Oh, Stunnerman. For me, he already made it because I never heard any songs of him until he released that song. Right. And in my eyes, he already made it because the whole city is talking about him. Right. Right. So on my eyes, that's him making it. Yeah. Like me from a podcast, I want the world to see I made it when I have interviewed every single artist right. from San Francisco. I'll say I have made it. Right, so right. Where people are like, oh shit, like, the underground I want to be on the underground yeah. show. Yeah, which that's is good, doing oh. pretty good. I was going to say, that already, that's already yeah, happening. Yeah, it's happening. I'm, yeah. on a, I'm on the track to be the number one podcast yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm fully booked. For the next three okay, months. put some respect Let's on the name. Put some respect on the I'm name. Fully name. Fully <laughs> one more time. I'm fully booked. I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> BNB, what's up? Oh, uh, the 29th? I, nah, I can't. <laughs> the 30th? Oh, book No, but I did. <laughs> dude, but I did say that, though. I do have an open schedule. I told you this. For the whole uh, Family Nada group, um, for Cali, for Day, for uh, J State True, for Tahin. Like, I have, uh, like, people and for Brie. Whenever they want to come in, I'm like, because I, I don't say when I'm dropping the episodes for yeah. that same reason. Like you, when you, I was like, dude, can I, can I have you on my show? Please, 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 please. <laughs> can I have you on my show? And you came in, I have later on Pagat. I'm having Pagat later on. I'm dropping Pagat um, next week, and yours will be the, the other week. You know what I mean? You, I didn't schedule you, I didn't put you on a schedule. Right. 
you were an open schedule for me. Right. It, I appreciate you that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm no, kind of com- confused. That's, like, no, that's like respect, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, like, I, like, without putting words in your mouth, like, prioritizing mm-hmm. you because I, I fuck with you. Is that, mm-hmm. That's respect. I respect Thank you. you. And I heard you're always busy. So that's yeah, why I was like texting. Yeah. I was that's really why the nervous. right side of my body hurts. They <laughs> yeah. told me they does, they does adjustments and shit. And I'm like, yeah, bro, my fucking right side of my neck. But she's like, ooh, you're spasmed out. Like, you have spasms. I was like, yeah, bro, my whole right side, she was like. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> the Chinese med- so in Chinese medicine, the right side of your body is the masculine side, and then the left side is the feminine side. And it's not about gender. It's just about how the energies work. So the left side, that's the feminine side. It's your nurturing side, your naturing side, self-care, like loving relationships. And then the other side is your right side. That's your masculine side. That's your execution, doing, performance, like uh, work-related stuff. So right. when you overwork yourself too much, you'll get a left-right energy imbalance, and it'll show up a lot in your muscles. So like. If your muscles are too tense on the left side, typically, like, you need more Mm -hmm. self-care or you need to work on, like, emotional aspects versus when the right side's tensed up, that typically means you need to take a step back, calm down, reevaluate, or work on your mental blocks because it means you're putting in work but not seeing the results you want, Mm -hmm. so you create own tensions in your body. But a lot of times, the right side of tension is, like, you overwork yourself. And, bro, you busy. Yeah, nah, but... You busy. It's, ble- it's a blessing, it's, but you got to prioritize yeah. self-care and time I always tell people I'd rather be busy than bored. Straight that up. That part, like, yeah. I work a 45-hour work week. I'm a dog dad. Um, I make music. Like, today, even today, like, literally, I woke up, took my brother to the airport, was trying to. Uh, tire blew out. Had a call triple A. Then I went to Walgreens because my eyes were red as fuck. And then, like, just, you know what I'm saying, just taking you through my day. And then, and then, like, yeah, there goes the Vizy right there. Clear. And, and I don't like, smoke. All the while, like, I'm, like, people are calling me because I have a show tonight. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, his phone's been blowing up. Bruh, like, literally, in. like, I, I mean, I was with Maya, like, should tell you, we just been running around all day. And then, and then, uh, I'm trying to <laughs> you shoot You still have a, a video. show later today. Yeah, in, like, two hours of sound check, you know? And then but, you still have to do a music video. And I got to go pick up my hoodies, like, right after this, you know what I'm saying? But. But that's like that's what it takes. Like that's the hustle. So like you know, I'm glad that we that we talk about even healthcare and like self care. Like that you know, speaking about it wasn't cool until we brought it back. Like straight up, and that's what that's what we're doing now. It's like we're we're conscious of it. It's not cool to uh, to not take care of yourself. It's not cool to not be healthy. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. get with it. It's a new world, and like and 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 it's good. Um, and that's something that I do need to do is kind of take a step back because of everything that I'm doing. Let me just take you through the rest of my day. Then there was an El Camino. <laughs> no, listen, we're driving. Right? I'm, I'm going to go pick up my check. And mind mm-hmm. you, I have to go to the bank, too, because like I got to deposit it before 7. You're right? doing everything today? Yeah, right now. Yeah. So we got to wrap this up. No, no, no. No, no. I'll stay okay. here. Thank you, you guys. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but then then we see a guy. I'm trying to shoot this video to El Camino. And like also, like I'm, I'm my own everything, right? Like I style myself. I fucking... A lot of the videos that you see, like I've, I've like di- essentially directed, like... I'm doing the locations. I'm doing like, yo, we're doing this. I just don't shoot them. Okay, visionary. I, no, yeah. No, I'm a creator. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like, that's what I do. And so I've been trying to court. And then when you're coordinating with people, it's not just you. You're coordinating with, mm-hmm. say it's a model mm-hmm. in the video. You're coordinating with the videographer. Um, I don't, I, in El Camino, I say I want a 1985 Chevy El Camino. I don't have an El Camino. You know what I'm saying? So I got to go find one. And how do you, you can't just rent one from mm-hmm. fucking Avis or budget car. Like you got to find somebody with yeah. it. So I'm on offer up. So whatever. God is good. I'm driving down the street, uh, like 
on my way over here pretty much and I see an El Camino and I pull over. I'm like, hey, bro. I'm like, hey, man, you think we can use your car for a music video? Like, take down my number. I'll pay you a hundred bucks. He's like, yeah, man, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So like, wow. just, just all, that, all that little shit, you just moving, you know what I'm saying? But God is good. I think we're going to shoot the video for El Camino on Sunday. I'm excited as fuck. Um, yeah, man. Dude, and, that's awesome. Yeah, but staying busy, man, is like, I don't know. I feel like people don't do it enough. Like, people don't push themselves enough. And like, I kind of have this mentality now where it's like, I get mad about it. Like, because so many artists, like, second guess themselves and doubt themselves. And like, you know how many art, like, we hang around artists. Like, I know so many artists and a lot of them are like, man, I just want it to be perfect. I want this, I want this to happen before this. It don't, it don't exist. And it's like, bro, like, literally nobody gives a fuck right now. So you, you need to drop all your shit in a strategic way, trust the process and, and build it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody just wants to see you be dope on level 10. Like people want to be a part of the story. Like it's fans out there who are like, man, I remember when he had 5k on Instagram, Mm -hmm. like I was there before. And then people want to like, be like, Oh, I knew him before this, you Mm -hmm. know? So you have to like build that shit up. Yeah. People, I don't know, man. It's a lot of hesitation. And like, uh, we were talking about weed earlier you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, that's one That's one of the reasons why I stopped smoking weed. Because when I came back from Nicaragua, I hit the blunt and I got lazy. You feel me? And, like, that's what weed does to me. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until I stopped smoking weed. I still smoke weed. I love weed. Weed made me who I am. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I still, like, it's days where I'm like, yo, I need to hit the blunt. And I'll smoke. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, or like it, even I noticed, like, uh, when I'm sick. I, I eat hella gummies and smoke and like. But now you enjoyable. you know how to prioritize, right? You right. know, like work. Yeah. Oh. It's like no, I got shit to do, yeah. and like people can can do it, and I can function mm-hmm. off of it. It's just like I'm just hella more efficient when mm-hmm. I'm not high. You feel me? And yeah, I think that I think that especially like in California, like I just think that we're blowing too many trees, and I'm probably gonna get like backlash for that. <laughs> you and can never blow too many. trees. You can blow too many trees, but I think that some people, <laughs> I think they're like impressionable, and I think that a lot of people just. You know what I'm saying? It I becomes think, a way to numb yourself out. I can right. like say that like sometimes like when you smoke like there there is but for, for 2022 when it comes to me smoking weed I've made the pact with myself I have to smoke with an intention. If I'm not smoking mm. with an intention I can't smoke. And if I'm smoking and I forget to set an intention like I have to stop smoking. Right. And like I gotta reevaluate because then I'm like okay am I doing this like out of habit? Am I doing this with purpose or am I doing this to numb myself out from whatever like right. is going on in the situation? So. I know a lot of people smoke just to numb themselves out. Man, weed's great. Weed's great, weed's but amazing. ten blunts a day. Woo. Right, right. I mean, you know, if I mean, if you do anything too much, though, right? Like, I don't smoke, yeah. so that's why I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> have and I don't have smoke. you been high before? I've never tried weed before. Never. And that's why I said that I I wanted it. to do it on the show for the first time. But then I don't know. Now I'm just doubting it. I don't want to get a hook on it. Yeah. And I think I'm better off. You won't get hooked. And I'm yeah. sure you've been you've been high before. You film Weed Wednesdays. We hotbox this place out. I, <laughs> I do I do think I've been high, you've like been contact, contact high. high. Yeah. Her eyes are so red under after one episode. <laughs> yesterday. Oh yesterday. Bro, we had yeah. Not gonna lie, I was episode. I was I wanted to put my mask on because it it came to a point like it was like hurting my throat yeah. and I was like, fuck, I just wanna get out of here. I was, it was so uncomfortable for me yesterday. I was like, fuck. It was the first time, because I'm usually around people that smokes. Like, I know a lot of people that smoke, so I don't give a fuck if you smoke. If you want to smoke around me, I don't give a fuck. If you ask me, you want, I always say, um, 
I don't smoke, but now I decided to say not today. Yeah. So if you you like you want to, I'll say not today. Yeah. But yesterday, I don't know why it was. It, it just felt really uncomfortable for me there yesterday. There were a lot of people here too, and yeah. everybody was smoking. Yeah. So it's like we weren't just smoking on film. It's like people behind the set were smoking too. And it was a really really small room. There was a room. lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all boxes, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> I remember the first time I caught a uh, a contact. I was at a concert in high school. I was seventeen. It was the hieroglyphics tour. Uh, yeah, I love hieroglyphics, man. The other funky Homo sapien was like, he's like a god to me. I, I love him, but um, but yeah, I remember this shit was hella fun. Yeah, I got hella weed stories. My mom just ate a weed edible the other day. Was it her first time? Yeah, bro. My mom's super first old school, time. like Latina. Like, bro, she was fucking hot. So my dad knocked on the. So my dad ate some too. Okay, they didn't know like. You know what I'm saying? They Did just, they know it was? They didn't know it was weed. I just left out like a cupcake. And then, my, <laughs> so I guess my mom ate one and a half. And then my dad ate the other half. So they don't smoke. So my dad like knocks on my door and he's like, your mom. He's like, your mom, like, she, she we need to take her to the hospital, right? <laughs> I'm, and my mom's 70. I like spring out of bed. Oh. And then my mom's like, bro, like, she, she's like holding her head. She looks confused. So I'm thinking it's like a, like a nervous system disorder, like <laughs> Alzheimer's, you feel me? Or something's going on. And then uh, she's like, she's just never been high, bro. So like she's, you know, like she didn't know what's going on. Did so no, nah, hell no. Nah. We started laughing, so, so we, we started like, so I, I like grabbed her, and then, and then we're like on our way out, and she's like, oh, I need to grab my wallet, and I'm like, I'll get it. Like don't worry, like mm-hmm. when, you know what I'm saying, like something's not right with you. But then like right before we leave, she's like, I ate this, and she like picked up the cup, like the rest of the cupcake. She's like, I I ate one of one and a half of these, and I don't feel good. And I looked over at my dad, and I was like, bro, I was like, those had weed in them in Spanish. And then we just all started cracking up because it was like like a like a like a we got relieved like a relief yeah like we thought my mom like something was really wrong with her she was just fucking high as fuck and then and then uh, she was just high as fuck she was bro and then it made sense when my dad was tripping knocking on my door so then I'm like all right cool like you know I remember my like one of my first times being high you know what I'm saying like you're high as fuck you know you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, come on, let's go put on Cantiflas. Like, 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 let's go watch something funny. You know I, mean? I love Cantiflas. Yeah. <laughs> my dad ended up like watching some like daytime like trash ass TV show that he like Not likes to watch. TV. It was trash ass. Well, at least like, he likes to watch it. Yeah. So that's good. He's bored. Dude, going back to um, going back to what you were saying before about um, the music. I think people think that once you have that one song, that one song that make because there's always that one song. Yeah. You only need that one song that will make you famous. People think, oh, he came out of nowhere, he's famous now, but they don't realize the hard work that you put in. Yeah. You pretty much just say all the things that you have to do today. Yeah, and it's it's already like what it's it's late and you still haven't finished. <laughs> yeah. that's hard the fucking work. Yeah. It shows later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's hard work, yeah. dude. That's that you grinding. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's fun though. Like this mm, shit, you're enjoying like, it. Yeah, it's hella yeah. fun. Like I re- like it doesn't it doesn't like this kind of work doesn't make me tired. Mm-hmm. I do this every day and probably like not not feel it because it's like progressive. It's shit that you want to do. I'm not getting paid for it just yet, you know. But like these are the investments that you have to make. And I think mm-hmm. that anybody listening to this, if you step into anything that you're passionate about and it, with intention to make money, then you're just doing it for like the wrong, wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like bro, money will come if mm-hmm. your intention is right. Like. You know how much money I've invested? Like, like you, you had to buy all these microphones, you had to buy all this equipment. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And and you're just you're just spending right now. You're not necessarily mm-hmm. making it 
making money right now. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, I don't know, man, so many people quit because they don't see like a like a way to make money out of it. I've been in this shit for 10 years, man. I'm I'm probably in it like $30,000, like straight like, you know, what I'm saying that's nothing. They say it takes 150,000 to like really break an artist. I don't mm -hmm. even pay for promo. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like you don't pay for promo no, and like, you're this big. Yeah, like, Dang. yeah, that's all like off the muscle. Oh. And I'm hella proud of that. Like, no knock to anybody who pays for promo. Mm -hmm. I'm actually gonna start doing it because I think that it's it's just time. Should, yeah. yeah, it's just time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just I think for me it was like proving it. Like, I want people to like know who I am. Cause what are like what are all these numbers? If like people don't know you in your own city, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what is like streams? Fuck a stream count. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, so for me, it was like a, I had to prove, I had to prove it. Like, I want people to know who I am. I want to build this. And then once it makes sense, then do it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? As opposed to just, um, like I was trying to build a fire instead of just throwing flammable gas and then mm. sparking it up and then having it like burn out. Like I want to build a, a fire. You mm -hmm. feel me? So it's time, like yeah, it's, it's time. time to pay for promo. But you're enjoying it. Yeah, Ooh, that's that's the that's the like um yesterday this week has been really really heavy for me. Yeah. But people don't see what's behind. They think it's just like sitting, coming here, sitting and doing a podcast. That's it. Yeah. There's a post production and after productions of yeah. the whole podcast that takes days. And especially when when I started, now uh, it's more easier because now people reach out, and before it was the other way around. Right. I only reach out to certain people that I really, really want to fuck with, and that's you. I was waiting um, for you to reach out to me. I was like, uh, Sam, um, by the way, I'm starting this thing with uh, with Oser, Sam, yeah. with Oser, that I have to start saying on the show that I want to I wanna, I wanna see him on the show. Yeah. And then we're going to just start building up until when he comes on the show. Oh, nice. Which is going to be a huge, huge, like Trump, huge... When he huge. comes, it's gonna be huge. When he comes, because yeah. I'm a big fan of him. Man, Ozer, I just wanna, it, yeah. I'm about to be at those boogie shows. I already hit him. I was like, blood. <laughs> I'm in love with, but I'm sliding dude. both events. Dude, he what? goes crazy. I, I always dude. tell him, I'm like, bro, if it's anybody out of the city, and like, I, I mean that humbly, like, even over, like, I'm supposed to believe in myself, like, the mm -hmm. most. But, like, that's my brother, man. I believe in him damn near more than me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, if it's anybody out the city, it's you. And I, I left him a voicemail the other day, like, when I found out the boogie shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, this is perfect for you. I was like, I started barking <laughs> on the phone. I was like, bro, like, it's you. Dude, like, I, I, ooh, I'm, so, I'm so excited for him, man. Like, That's the beauty excited. of that. That's so beautiful when you get so hyped out about the people around you. It feels like you're the success. Like, I'm That's always how like supposed to be. Right. Yeah. That's how it's supposed right. to be, mm -hmm. you know? Genuine. It takes a community. I mean, it yeah. takes a, a village, right? Mm -hmm. So like Yeah. For like I'm always like cuz he has helped me a lot. When I say a lot, a lot. He has introduced me to everyone I know yeah. and he has pretty much like gave me a platform to even have you here yeah. with me is that through him and I own him a lot. And I'm always like texting him. I text him when was it? Yesterday, thanking him for everything. And he was like, uh, when I make, he answered, when I make it, I'm bringing you with me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, you are. I'm living on your guest house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm moving in with you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's another thing about Ozer, like, while we're on it, like, he, he's like a superhuman to me. I'm like, I call him, I'm like, bro, how do you deal, like, how you deal with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, 
what we do is not easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and you imagine like the type of inquiries that like he must have. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like you're dealing with your career, you're dealing with work, you're dealing. He got a girlfriend. You're dealing with your girlfriend. You're dealing with um, yeah. You're dealing with everything on your own, and like, how do you? And you still have time to like be hella humble. Mm-hmm. You still have time to to still show hella love, and like fuck with people and take the time. Like every time I talk to Oz, we talk on the phone for like thirty minutes. He t- we talked yesterday on his lunch break, and I'm like, bro, you spent your lunch break with me. Like, thank you. Like that. That's, that's real fucking crazy. Shit. I went to um, his girlfriend and I, really close friends. Mm-hmm. I went to her house and Sam was there. Um, we were just talking and um, we were talking about how um, I don't want to be on a relationship with anybody right now because I don't have time. Right. And being on a relationship is like another job. Yeah. And if you are on that relationship, it will be so disrespectful to even be in it knowing that you don't even have time. That, mm-hmm. And that's when Sam says that it's so hard to find that person that will support you and and understand um, that right now, your dreams are to be the biggest rapper alive. That should be, like, everybody's priority in a relationship, you know? Like, the other person's happiness and their dreams needs to be that person's priority. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't ever be anybody else's priority in life because if you are, they're not happy in their own life and the relationship's never going to work. And that's why the girlfriend and them, they're really, like, I, I want them to get married. <laughs> they are. They do. They're hella babies. Do they do it. I can say them. Oh, yeah. They would be so yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah cuz especially like their their skin color like chocolate. Ooh, let's oh. not. <laughs> 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 Let, wait, no, no, no. Let's not fetishize skin color. Let's don't do that. baby hero. Yeah, yeah. I used to want kids. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. I got so many nieces and nephews, man. It's like fuck life. I'm down near like fucking uncle of the year. Like, <laughs> like I got enough kids without having wow. kids. Yeah, and plus they're like, it's just like a big ass commitment. They're I'm annoying, bro. Annoying <laughs> as fuck. Hella energy. So kids are annoying. Yeah, I love being an auntie. Yeah, because you can just hand them back. Yep. Like, oh, here, they shit themselves. Here you go. Back to your and room. then when you're like, for like, for me, it's me and my cousin. Whenever my cousin do some stuff, I'm like, well, I'm going to give y'all some sugar and go drop you off. <laughs> some sugar. Yeah, for me, I always like, for my brother's kids, I was like, oh, you guys so cute. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <you see> <laughs> I seen you, <laughs> and I don't talk to them like baby. You know how people talk with baby voices? Yeah, I don't. I just talk normal. Hey, how are you? What's up, dog? What's up? Except my babies, my doggos, and my kids. Yeah. I just like hey, you, baby. <laughs> I just love animals. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, Ozer, um, and then he told me that once I find that person that will understand, like uh, Magali and him, how. Like, they pretty much understand each other. Because this guy works hard, dude. Yeah, he do. He's always working hard. And and that's the thing that I was just saying earlier. People don't see the work that we put behind it. Yeah. And if you, when you get that one song that will make you uh, famous and, and make it on, when you make it on your own way, uh, uh, people would just like, oh, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. But then I was just going to post this uh, podcast again for them to hear all the things you have to do in one day right. to actually make that one song yeah. or make that music video. Because yeah. it, it might be the next music video that will blow up. Could be. And I hope it's yummy, yummy. Yeah. Shimmy, shimmy, yummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, I hope, man. I'm shimmy, so shimmy, yummy. You know, it's, just, it's just about, you know, keep taking shots and just, just staying consistent. I think that's a huge problem for people, staying consistent. But... Like, when you're in a position, like, you're not, like, 
when you're not established, like you have no choice but to be consistent. And if you're not consistent, then like, what are you doing? Like, you gotta stay in you gotta stay in people's faces with whatever you're doing. People want to see the work. They don't want to they don't want to support you until until they see they feel like they need to. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Like, true. you gotta make people believe in you. Like straight the fuck up. Like if you say and not take it personal if they don't because I think that's so another many one people too. do. Huh? People get so butthurt. But it's just like, dude, like. Nobody cares. cares. Work harder. You, um... <laughs> yeah, on some real shit, yeah. yeah. Before we start wrapping this up, um, you you mentioned something uh, earlier about making it not because of the money or the fame, making yeah. it for the people. Yeah. But I feel now you have something more personal to make it for. Yeah. And that's your friend that um, passed away. And the yeah. reason why I'm bringing him uh, on the show yeah. is because I had a friend like, like you a friend that uh, he got killed yeah. um a couple years ago um he I, and i try to bring him up every time i can because i want his memory to remain yeah, and the people who were quote unquote close with him and everything they don't even say his name anymore right. and that's one of the things that i said to you personally when i see someone like you doing that showing love even on the concert when you when you shot him out on yeah. the concert Like you really, you really want. Yeah, I almost cry right there because yeah. you, you, you're truly an inspiration, dude. You truly are. And now that you're making it, you have a bigger reason and a bigger purpose to do it for. Yeah. And that's that's your friend. Yeah. How uh, how do you feel? Uh, man, I I just feel like I just feel like I owe it. Like I owe it to him. Like we we we're in a crew called City Zoo. That, that's what I that's what I push like that's what we have in a lot of merch a lot of stickers that I pass out it stood for uh, zoo is an acronym for Zeman which was uh, Andrew's last name the one who passed away mm-hmm. and then my name is Oscar and then we had another dude in there named Ol- Oliver and then uh, Oliver like just left you feel me and then um, and then Andrew didn't have a choice but he left and so it's really just me and I mean there were, there are other friends in it like it became like mm-hmm. a like a friend group thing like kind of like our future you know everybody wanted to be like that mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean I've, I'm the only like artist one still doing it um my other homie Julio like tags but like he don't like he don't rap it like that you know um but I just feel like I owe it to him like he was like he was like my rock like he like he was he was like a brother to me in more than one way but especially with music because like It was times where, like, anytime I felt astray and I feel like I don't have that no more. And that's, like, what really, I think, breaks my heart with it is, like, there's not, like, that camaraderie no more. Like, I have mm-hmm. I have friends who make music, but, and, like, you know, I consider them brothers. But, like, he he was somebody who, like, knew me since we were kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, we I, I met him when I was 15. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've known him for super long. And, like, anytime I felt any sort of way, it was, like, call Andrew. You know what I'm saying? Call Andrew. Call Andrew. And like it, it fucks with my head. Like my my mind can't fathom that. Like I can't call him. You know what I'm saying? And like uh, just for like that consejo, like that advice. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or like that that rootedness. You know what I'm saying? And like the art that he brought out of me too. Like the shit that I would write when I was around him. Like we were competitive. You know what I'm saying? So like we wanted to write the better verse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like whatever. So like I feel like I feel like I lost a part of me. Like that's what really sucks, and uh, as long as I'm alive, like that fool's alive, like straight the fuck up, and like I want, it's like a chip on my shoulder. Like I want, I want you to know what City Zoo is. You feel me? Because like we we had plans for it. He's like a business partner for me. You know what I'm saying? Like we, 
we wanted to take it to a certain level and it was cool because we we low-key like we came from the same like tree and so like we had the same roots but we branched out differently you know what i'm saying he was like really um like conscious not even so conscious he he talked a lot of shit like uh, he had a lot of <laughs> he had a lot of good bars um that really make you think um and so he was kind of like on the underground side of shit and then i became like more like the mainstream dude so it was like we were just supposed to attack like that like andrew's really out here and i'm really out there but we part of the same brand pushing it and you know that's what like that's what i love about music and like hip-hop is like it's both of that you know what I'm saying? It's conscious shit. It's fun shit. It's street shit. It's it's everything. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop is the number one genre in the world, and it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like it's space for everybody. And with him and I, it was just like we had each other's backs. Like like uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and fucking Rush Hour. <laughs> you feel me? Kicking ass. And like, yeah, as long as I'm here, bro. Like, like it's just I, I can't quit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, his whole mantra, if you go on his Instagram, like, the hashtag he would use was just spit something. And he was one of those people. He's the one who taught me consistency. Like, that Mm -hmm. fool would drop, like, a whole EP and then, like, a single, like, a month later. You feel me? And it's, like, and, like, we were competitive. So, like, low-key, I'd be like, wait, he just dropped all this this music. And he get, like, not a lot of love for it. You feel Mm -hmm. me? Like, you look at his streams, he wasn't getting love like that. He did that shit off the muscle. He didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that shit is hella inspiring because, like, I started having people care about what I was doing. And it was like a disservice to like not not feed the product. You know what I'm saying? He he taught me how to feed the product, and that's why I, that's why I printed out physicals of Oro because mm-hmm. I hadn't done that since um, like three projects ago because I felt like people weren't buying shit and like he was really pushing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like really out the trunk bay with it. Like you know what I'm saying? Selling CDs, selling vinyls, selling stickers. Like he was you know he was hustling and like he. St- he, and he was making money. He wasn't. He didn't even have like that attention like that. And I'm like, I just peeped so much game from him. And like, he's just somebody I'll never get back. And so mm-hmm. all I, all we have is, like I said before, like music and memories. And like that's something that he taught me was consistency. And like, it's just I owe. I, I feel like I owe it. Like I'm, I'm indebted. You know mm-hmm. I always believe that every um, Instagram page that comes across me, I'm supposed to meet them or learn something from them. Um, he was one of the first person that was following me on my page. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. And then yeah. when I started doing the underground show, he was one of the first one of the first people who started following the underground show. Nice. And he was always supporting, always liking, commenting. And I remember the last message I, I sent him. Um, I don't, I, like I said, I'm always like, when, when I'm, when I have you, when I'm following you, I'm always like interacting with everybody. I'm always like sending messages. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know this guy, but he's like, always like showing support, always showing support. And then you posted something about his passing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry that you are going through that. Cause I, I'm, I've been through that. And it's horrible. And, and I did, I've been through that many, many times. And it feels horrible. It's not something you, you, you just forget. It's something that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I click on the name of, of who you were talking about. And I saw it was him. And I was like, how? Yeah. And, and, and for me, that lesson that for me he brought me, because like I said, everybody passes through my page for a reason. Is to always 
do things like there's no tomorrow. Right. And make sure that ev- from now on, make sure that every single person that's you that I'm following, I send them a message knowing that I love them or right. saying I, I'm grateful for you. And that's one of the reasons that I send you the message that I send you yeah. because that's what your friend taught me. You know what That's I mean? That's awesome, man. Yeah, so, um, like, with Sam, when I text him, hey, I just want to thank you. Like, uh, afterthought, I, I, I sent him a, a message today saying, hey, thank you for, because, you know, he added me on the family, not a group. Oh, dope. And I was like, dude, you know, I just want to take a chance right now to thank you for for giving me this opportunity, you yeah. know. And, and now I'm going to go on trips with you guys, yeah, and I'm really yeah. happy and I'm really excited. Thank you. It's just like that's what your friend taught me yeah. because you never know what's gonna be tomorrow yeah. and that's what that's the most beautiful thing that uh we're gonna leave it like that on the on the show yeah. um this uh podcast is dedicated to him yeah. um so make sure you go ahead and listen to oral um that's also inspired hush too yeah. man. <laughs> i've been drew hush d-r-u hush Run his numbers at man. I'll add it on. Run I'll add to his Instagram here. City Zoo <laughs> forever, man. For real. Thank you so much for yeah, being yeah, here, I Grano. You so much. Um, I like I said to you in private, and I say it to you, I really admire you. You're Thank a great you. person. Um, when I met you in per- now that I have you in person, I will say it again. You're amazing. Keep working. Keep being you, dude. Thank like you. I have fallen in love with you. That's Not cool. on that way, yeah. but like that, you know. <laughs> falling in love with Grano because right. you're really talented. Yeah, and yeah, also Cody, dude. I thought you yeah. were going to bring Cody. Oh, <laughs> he needs to chill. And then maybe oh, wait. Before we go, around. I'm trying to... Sorry. Do you want to talk about your teeth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I was going to get a little promo at the end, but we can drop it right now. What's up? So. You know I am, Grando, the Snack Sensei, by the way. So oh. if you were familiar before we head out, because I do have to go. Soundcheck is in an hour. Um, we will make this quick and fast. I would like everybody to grab their tea. Um, this is Blue Dream Tea by I Woke Wellness. It's a combination of herbal teas. The teas themselves um, help oh, with anti-anxiety. It also helps with reducing inflammation. If you have low levels of inflammation in your body, you can't get sick, so it helps ah. you with COVID. And it also has lion's mane extract, which is mm. a mushroom extract. It actually helps bring more oxygen to your brain, helps with anti-inflammation. It also helps you stay focused and concentrated. Wow. So really dope, super packed, full of health, um, mix of teas, oat did, milk. Did you name it Blue Dream? Yeah, I named it Blue Dream you, from the color. Yeah, okay, I seen that. So funny, we were talking about weed earlier. Blue Dream was the only weed that made me fucking paranoid. Like, I like, <laughs> oh, bro, I seen the devil off of Blue Dream. G-O-D. That's for another time. So this is funny. I might have to give it a whack. <laughs> you better throw it. No. Oh, no. We have the show. It's all days full. Right. Cheers. 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 All right. Try like a hundred times. I love this tea. Oh, shit. Whoa, some mag. I'm telling Damn. you guys, Whoa. I did my thing. I did my thing with this. Yo, it drops this on is... February 2nd, $8 a bottle. Yo, get get your... on me on Instagram at dr. Period, D-A-Y to order. But Great And I just want to mention here, the first time I she was testing it, it was with Dinaro and myself, and we tried it, and we loved it. And I keep drinking it since, that, since then. <laughs> is it supposed to be warm? Um, you can do it warm or cold. I'm actually doing like a cold one that might have boba in it, but that's gonna come more in March Ooh, time. But the February is gonna be the plain the tea. Yep. And then um, if you do it hot, you can either do it with like foamed milk on top and make it like a latte, wow. or just like warm with the milk. But um, 
We can flavor your lattes to any way you want them to. Yeah, you know? well, thank that you so much um, for our sponsors, uh, I Walk Wellness. Uh, Grano, thank you again for being on the show. Um, it's me, been amazing, great. Um, fuck, it's been amazing and great, <laughs> sir. Yeah, um, on to the next show. Um, make sure you, you, we have to have you back yeah. again, sir. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. Let's, yeah, let's thank give it like you. a year time, see what yeah. happens. <laughs> I might fall off. Nah. Ooh, I was like, I was going to say, let's, let's wait like, for like a, a few more months and see where, be like, yeah. where are you? Like, yeah. Ooh, the next season, you could do a season and just check-ins with people. Check-ins, yeah. Before. That'd yeah. Be fire. Yeah, let's Dude. get it. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll thank you back. again. Um, you. go ahead and, and, and listen to all the music that you heard here on the show. Um, I'll have it on the on the bio as well. That's all, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I have it on his bio as well. So make sure you get that. Uh, get that. Uh, don't forget to follow uh, Grano on your Instagram. Yeah. You want to plug in your Instagram? Yeah, Captain. If you can't spell it, C A P T A I N. Follow the uh, box of fucking cereal, Captain underscore Quadra. C U A D R A. Yeah. yeah, and go make sure you listen to um, Pikachu out <laughs> anywhere because I, I want him to make a music video of that. Yeah. <laughs> On we to the next. To it and I got super sick. <laughs> On to the next show, guys.